Bay Hill live. I hope you guys have watched the videos. I hope you like the videos. We've got a lot to talk about. It's going to be a quick episode, guys, because the big guy's got stuff going on. I was just having drinks with Mark O'Mara and Curtis Strange. Ever hear of him? Mark O'Mara is a, a Masters champion. Curtis Strange is a goddamn legend of the game when it comes to the commentary. He's also a, a, a major champion. But we've got a lot to talk about today. We're going to talk about the Arnold Palmer Invitational. We're going to talk about this week in the world. we got college hoops talks, fuck Penn State. We have NASCAR talk, guys. I don't know if you're aware, Ryan's a motherfucking assassin when it comes to NASCAR. He's basically Jason Bourne, okay? we got the fattest thing you've done this week. We've got our golf picks. Ryan, my friend, how are you doing? I know you bet some college hoop today. Let's start with... Uh, well, let's start with NASCAR. Well, Dak, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I pitch excellence. How are you doing? And big, big week. You almost made almost $13,000 this week on a $2,000, I'm sorry, on a $1,700 bet. I'll say it again. $1,700 investment, and you made thirteen dollars in your second week live on Win the Race on your website. Tell me how it happened. Yeah, that was great. It was actually the Xfinity race, um, which they postponed because of rain, and it was ran Sunday night. So I'm first of all, we got this crazy stomach bug in the house. So my son's throwing up everywhere, and I'm on the toilet every ten seconds. And I was like half passed out throughout the race. Got it on in bed, and wake up, watch the end of it, and I'm like shit, John Hunter Nemechek won. Like, I probably had a few lineups with him in it. And then I get tagged in our Discord. Great hit, Ryan. I was like, oh, yeah. shit. Like, that kind of woke me up a little bit. Like, so, log so in there for, and I was like, damn. So for those of you, like, Ryan and I have been friends for almost 10-plus years now. We we know each other. We know, we know the good. We know the bad. We know when we're both being kind of bitches. And we both know when we're, like, being maybe a little overconfident. Well, I sent Ryan a text message because I was I was balls deep in college basketball. We had uh, Hunter Dickinson make a bang fucking three and send the game to overtime. We end up covering that game. Penn State rips our heart out. We'll get into that. But I text Ryan. I'm like, dude, I think Kyle Bush is him with a shot. And he's yeah, I was like, being I was definitely being a bitch, being a oh, big old bitch. Just just an all time Ryan move where you're grumpy, like grumpy, grumpy, oh, sucker. But this is this is this is me kind of coming back to you having uh, you know the kids being sick because Ryan goes to me he's like hey asshole don't make me look like a fucking douchebag on Twitter and I was like <laughs> use those words it was pretty close yeah it was, however you want to interpret I'm it. paraphrasing you just said don't yeah. make me look stupid <laughs> and I was like first off any opportunity I get to make you look stupid I'm gonna I'm gonna do it okay so shut up secondly. The negative fucking Nancy Ryan is like, oh, unfortunately, Kyle Busch isn't going to get passed. I was like, no, 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 I think he's going to get passed. He gets passed. Kyle Busch wins the race. Ryan, you've been doing a lot better about being more positive, and you did come around that day. I am but trying. I, but I texted Ryan, and I was like, dude, he was like, I'm sorry. I reread that message. It's okay. My son just threw up all over me. The whole house is sick. I'm losing my brain. We could win a lot of money. And then you did win a lot of money. Walk me through your day. Because you, you said the kid was sick. You won money. Walk me through. First of all, yeah, Max was laying in bed, too. And then we heard just like, Bleh! and then we go, like, he had yogurt, I think. And it was just the worst thing to throw up 
all over the place. What do you mean you think he's three? You're not he's not feeding himself. No, no, he definitely it was yogurt. I just don't know what I just don't know what flavor. But yeah. it was but it was yogurt and it was gross. But the worst one was we went in there one time to check on him and he barfs, but he's laying on his back, so his head's flat up. And it just was up like a fountain and then just splashed on his face. Felt so bad for him. Yeah, I'm not trying to scare you, bro, but that's how Jimi Hendrix died. I mean, he was also eating a a copious amount of acid when it happened, but we keep a close eye on him. So uh, (laughs) he's got this is his first time ever doing it. He's got no experience doing it. So we're keeping a close eye on him. And today he woke up acid or throwing up. (laughs) Yeah, throwing up. Okay. And he um he already says some shit. I'll go over some names that he dropped on me the other day about these dinosaurs yes. in the tub, and you'll think he was tripping acid. I wrote that you, down to repeat you those. All, you all, so Ryan sent me a text message the other day. So just so you guys know, like Ryan and I live about 45 minutes away from each other. We are good buddies. And everybody has these friends where like you cannot talk to them for two, three months, and then when you do talk to him, he's kinda like pick up like you never stop talking. That's Ryan. Ryan's always been that guy to me and I've been that guy to him. And, and so we don't, you know, and life goes on, you get a family, you're busy at work. Ryan's a, he's a super career oriented dude and he, he's busy. He sends me a text message out of, the, out of the blue the other day. His son made a fucking mess. Ryan, what did your son say? Who, who told him to make the mess? What happened? What do you mean make a mess? You remember you, you texted me and you said uh Alyssa said that um spilled something all over the place and Big Tone told him to do it. What was that text you Oh said? he um it was like oh no, it was all over one of his clothes, like a shirt or something like that. And they asked him who remember who got that for you? Big tone. Like, no, <laughs> oh, he didn't buy that for you. What the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah. He, he I thought that was he goes, Are you gonna go down and sing your songs in your microphone with Big Tone? Yeah. Like, that's yeah. that's that's my favorite. Ryan Ryan's son thinks that when he puts him to bed and he tells him he's going down to the basement to record in big tone, he thinks we're just singing. <laughs> yeah, that's it's awesome. You sing it really big tone is awesome. last night. Yeah, that's funny. Listen, I I don't want to take away from because I don't think we should understate it. All right, we at least me. I like to pick on myself. I'm not a good gambler. I don't claim to be an expert or anything like that. And, you know, I have my ups and my downs. I had one of the hottest streaks of my life ever. And I just got fucking fleeced, but you're a little bit more humble. You don't like to kind of be a braggadocious guy. I need you to be a little bit of a braggadocious guy here. You had a, you had a $13,000 score. Yeah. I mean, just we hit- give, hold on. Just give me two minutes of like why you pick these things and what you were thinking throughout the day. People want to know that. Well, first of all, we hit we hit Kyle Bush twelve to one. I called that on our when we were recording this on a Tuesday night. So yep. like I had that early in the week. I just had that in my mind. I texted you two before that, and I was like, "Guess who? Your favorite driver? That's my yep. favorite one this week." And that I, all I had just him. Happened. I had him. I had him. Uh, I didn't. I had so much going on in college basketball. I didn't want to lay too many units. I bet him plus one fifty to make the top five. So I did win that, but yep. and I do thank you because every pick you sent me fucking slaughtered, and I'm kicking myself in the teeth for not hitting it. But like you said, you were you were kind of up, you were kind of down. The kids puking. When did you when did you realize you scored? How you scored? And what was that reaction? That was just me in bed. Like everyone's asleep at that point. This race was late. It started at eight, so 
I was in I was in bed off and on. I went to bed at seven, just like to go up there, brought my laptop up in the bed. That's how I was watching it on YouTube TV or whatever, and passed out for a little while. Woke back up, did catch the end, and that's when I that's when I realized looking at my phone, and then I got that message in Discord, and I was just like, yeah. "Oh shit!" So then I texted Alyssa, was like, "Hey, look what just happened!" Like she was still up with the baby, and so she was like, "Am I reading this right? Like what?" You just did that while you're laying in bed sick. I was like, "We yeah. got diaper money, sweetie. We yeah, got exactly. diaper she, money." I think her exact text back and go back was like, "Oh, there's our new floors." Because she's been, yeah. she just wants to get new kitchen floors. I was like, "All right, whatever. That's cool." Really, Cash you have, get the floors. You, you listen. I'll be the first to say it. you have a beautiful home. If there's anything that Paul calls in that house about, she's right. Those floors got to go. <laughs> That's. Yeah. I, no, she's she's right. Those floors got to go. They're originals. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, uh, NASCAR's fun. I, I'm trying my best to trying my best to make it a point. Timmy, I'm trying my best to make it a point to like watch and pay attention to what's going on. This, that, and the other. Um, I, I can't tell you. No, I I love that everybody hates Kyle Busch. I'm just all over him right now. But oh, it's, it's gonna, gonna be even better. Yeah. Wait till he wins more too. If he wins more, the more he wins, the more they hate him. It just gets better and better so, as we go here. So I don't know if you heard his interview. I'm sure you did because you're a psychopath. But his interview after the race was kind of like telling to me, like I, it's almost reminding me of the WWF a little bit. He knows he's a heel. He knows he's the guy everybody hates. This is a guy who was. He reminds me of Brooks Kepka in the golf world. We're gonna get the golf here in a little bit. He reminds me of Brooks Kepka in the in the sense of like, this is a guy who was at the top of his game for so long and then he just wasn't. And I don't care when you're super confident, you're an overconfident cat or whatever the case may be. When you're winning races and some you're somebody who thinks you should be winning and you're not, almost sixty races without a win, that was eating that guy up. Big win. I'm a fucking huge KB8 guy, uh, Rowdy. That's my guy. I'm excited for I'm excited to get into NASCAR a little bit. I really am. Yeah, it's it'll be fun. You'll have fun here. I'll I'll drop one. My my only early play that I played this week that might still be available on DraftKings was Daniel yep. Suarez fifty to one this week. Oh, this now you little... like Daniel Suarez? You fucking rat fuck. Oh no, you told me you didn't like him on the plate of tracks. You told me that. Yeah, yeah. Here, yeah. here, I think he can be fast. You no. just we just saw his teammate Ross Chastain last week. And Suarez too was fast last week, but their track house racing, the team that's owned by Pitbull, um, they are fast as hell on these on these racetracks. And like to put it in perspective, his teammate Chastain's like eight to one to win. Yeah. So Suarez at fifty to one, and he finished both stages in third here last year. He's he can be really fast here. Fifty to one just doesn't make sense. You got to sprinkle a little something on that. Yeah, and I'm starting to learn a little bit like NASCAR, and I know it's a, uh, not a, not exactly a parallel, but like. There's certain like there's horses for the course. There's certain horses who run better at certain tracks. There's certain golfers who play at better golf or play better golf at better at certain golf courses. Yeah, and it sounds like it's the same thing with racing, and and that That's makes sense you, to me. Yeah, when you asked me like, what'd you go? What was your thought process going into last week? Well, when I dropped Kyle Busch on the podcast, it was like he, I like that he. Um, if you looked at all his tracks that he's ever raced at more than twenty times, Auto Club where they just raced. He was his second best average finish. Yeah. So he's awesome there. Like, that's just same thing. Like you're saying, you do it at golf. If someone's nasty at the API, they're heading back there this year. Of course, we're going to take a look at them, especially when they're coming in looking like good form in golf, looking fast in NASCAR. 
No doubt about it. I'm excited. Ryan, where are we headed this week for NASCAR? Las Vegas. We're going to Sin City? Yeah, Vegas. It'll be it'll be a good race. I like Vegas. All right, we're going to bounce the college hoops, but do you have any early predictions for the Las Vegas race or any tips for the people out there? And guys, let me let me um, before I before you answer that. Let me tell you this right now about my buddy Ryan here. I don't want you to think, "Oh, he just had a $13,000 score. We missed the boat. It's not going to happen again." No, guys. I, I've been like I said, I've been friends with this dude for a long time. This is just this happened right now that means it's going to happen again because this is how he operates it goes in waves so you better fucking hop on win the race you better hop on han yolo what are it's, your predictions for this week i think one of the kyles are going to win uh kyle larson or kyle bush i didn't bet any of them right now because they're both six to one it's a little short i kind of want to see we'll have practice and qualifying this week which we didn't have last week so you actually get to see the cars you get to hear some of the driver interviews and what they say how they like what they're dealing with, if they maybe they set their car up to race and not qualify, like they, they don't mind coming from 10th or 12th or 15th or whatever and think they can get up to the top. But right. uh, I don't know. I like I like the favorites, which is sounds real chalky, but, I mean, Kyle Larson and Kyle Busch are both really good here. They both were really fast last week. Kyle Larson had a problem at the beginning of last week's race, but once they fixed it and he got back in the race, he was like 12 laps down or 16 laps down or whatever. He was still ripping like the fastest laps with Chastain and Kyle Busch the entire time. So I got to tell you, I was thrown off by like uh, uh, the the pit stops are like cut men in the boxing corner to you. Like I was the the how fast they move and how quick they how efficient they are. It really is something that's like nothing else in sports in, in regards to like a team. Like I understand football, the team sport, baseball, kind of, but you know what I mean, like. You're just as good as your pit crew. I, I yeah. really are, right? Like they're building okay. the car, they're doing all this stuff. I don't know. I'm I'm starting to enjoy racing. That's talking racing with win the race and Ryan Han Stevens. Anything to add to uh racing, Ryan? No, join win the race. I mean, it'll be it's a volatile sport, so you're gonna have your losing weeks, but that's like that in anything you're gambling on. But uh we'll have well, more listen. winning weeks than not. We're moving right along. It's going to be a quick episode, guys. I'm in Bay Hill. I'm rubbing shoulders with fucking green jacket winners. But first, Ryan, this week in the world. Are you ready? I am ready. I can't wait to see what you got here. Well, listen, all I got is I'm in Bay Hill, okay? <laughs> this week in the world, Zero Dark Tony, Tony Golf has gone from New York to Florida. I went from fucking a snowstorm where I was nervous I wasn't going to be able to get out to I'm wearing a fucking sweatshirt and it's 84 fucking degrees. I get to Bay Hill. The place is beautiful. Soup the nuts. Red carpets rolled out for everybody if you have a pass and whatnot. I'm blown away. It's it's legitimately like a golfer's paradise here. I, I, I you guys who follow me, you know, I was at uh, in, in Sea Island last year in May in Georgia, and that is also a golf haven. There's something about the Arnold Palmer effect here. I've heard so many stories from bad guys, and I've been lucky here, guys. I've been here fucking four hours. I met a grounds crew guy who drove me around the whole fucking course. I wasn't allowed to film it. I met a bad boy who's washing all these guys' clubs. I met two bars. For a second there, for a second there, I thought you said bad boy. <laughs> yeah. I met Martin Lawrence and Will yeah, Smith. Like, They're what? very cool. Who no, a bad, B-A-G-G-G. Yeah, bad boy. 
And they all kind of gave me like the, I, I still got like a sore thumb in this fucking place. Let's be honest. Everyone here walking around is worth fucking $300 million. I'm just like, did you guys catch that Penn State fucking blown cover the other night? Like, we're just not the same people. But a friend of mine hooked this up. I'm, I'm super grateful. I just hung out with Mark O'Mara and Curtis Strange, had a couple drinks. What gentlemen, what gentlemen, Bay Hill guys. I'm super excited for numerous reasons. One, because I have access. But two, it's you could argue it's the fifth major. It's the sixth major. It's one of the premier golf tournaments. And it has been now for the last 20, 25 years. Arnold Palmer made that a thing. I love, 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 love Jason Day and Max Homa this week. Love them. Ryan, nice. do you have any golf picks for this week? Yeah, I was going to tell you, too, one thing uh, we downloaded on the computer. We used to have it when we were kids. It's a DOS-only, like, computer-only golf game. It's called PGA Championship. I think it's from, like, 1984. We've been playing a shitload of it, uh, my brothers and I. And, like, the main guy on the cover is Mark O'Mara. Yeah, so fun story, all right? This is uh, unbeknownst to my buddy who invited me here. He, he's off doing something else uh, work-related. I'm at the bar just having a couple drinks. Arnie Palmer's. Um, and the guy next to me, we're just bullshitting. He's like, hey, do you know who that guy is behind me? And I was like, I think that's Curtis Strange. He's like, no, no, the other guy. And I was like, I think it's Marco Mara? Maybe? I can't. It's hard to tell. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, yeah. He's like, don't say, don't say anything. Don't say anything. I was like, I'm not, bro. You're like, you just said something. I'm not. I literally didn't say anything. Like, you, you just... You did all that. Yeah. So, so uh, another guy walks in. You know, there's some places you go, okay? Just for example, guys, I'm not going to say his name, but I'm sitting down talking to this guy. We strike up a conversation. We're talking for 20 minutes, and this guy says this sentence to me. This is the sentence he said. He goes, have you ever heard of a company called IBM? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, dude, the fucking – Third world countries have heard of IBM. Yeah. Well, this guy, he owns 18% of IBM. I talked to another guy who is the CFO of the, the, the largest real estate group in the country, okay? These guys introduced me to Marco Mayer and Curtis Strange, and I'm like, hi, I'm Anthony. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't even know what to say. Well, come to find out, my buddy who hooked this whole thing up, he's good friends with Mark O'Mara. And we start talking, and he comes to find uh, out, like, what the fuck? Like, we... Dude, you know the scene You know the scene in Black Sheep where he does the cartwheel and goes, vote for Donnelly. That's what you should have thought. Yeah. Like, big tone here, right yeah. in the face after no, a cartwheel. Dude, and, it's, and, and here's what's funny, too. Like, so every once in a while, I get some people asking, like, hey, are you big tone? Or, hey, can I have a picture? Most of the time, it happens in Saratoga when I'm there all the time, and I'm posting videos, and people see it. I don't have people coming up to me regularly and asking like for pictures or whatever, but I've had four people since I got to Baltimore and it's cool every time. Like it really is cool. Like when people are like, Hey, I follow your stuff. Can I take a picture with you? And it's like, yeah, absolutely. This one guy today, he asked me for a picture twice. I didn't know what the fuck he was asking. Me. I, he, cause he kept saying, Hey, let's do a pic. Let's do a pic. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Cool, let's do it, bro. And sure. he's like, finally, he was like, no, like a selfie. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I'll do one of those. Oh yeah, let me just put my shirt back on. <laughs> yeah. So uh it's always weird to me still when people ask for pictures, but it's always super cool. And it's like, um, and it doesn't happen often. So when it does happen, I'm always kind of like taken back a little bit. 
But when I started talking to Mark O'Mara and, and Curtis Strange, we had a couple of drinks or whatever. This guy behind me is like, hey, do you own horses? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> no. He's like, you look super fucking familiar. And I was like, no. I was like, I mean, I go to Saratoga Racetrack. And he's like, you're fucking Saratoga Toad. Oh, and he said, Yeah. And he said this to me. I was just like, all right. Well, you know, it just it's just like uh, – I never started doing this thing. I'd make any money off of it. And I still don't think it. I just want to make people laugh. And like when I have people like kind of shout me out like that, it's cool. It is cool. Um, yeah. I've been this, with you when people are like, oh, that's fucking big tone. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very weird. And, um, um, but don't get me wrong. I'm a car friend. Yeah. I love, yeah. I love it. The, if you guys see me and you want to like come talk to me, I'll talk to you. I'm not, I'm nobody. So, um, even if I was somebody, I'd talk to you. Because uh, I just like people. I hate people, but like people all wrapped in one. But this place <laughs> is beautiful, dude. I, I walked on the grounds. <clears throat> um, so a lot of people who follow me are also golf people too. And and think of your think of your most pristine country club of your like your local area. It just doesn't hold a candle. I'm literally my room. My room is well. It's dark, so you guys can't see it. I'm on the ninth hole right here. There's literally people out on the golf course with their lights on. They're they're hand watering greens. They're rolling. They're double cutting. They're verta cutting. These things are fucking lightning. I watched Jordan Spieth make seven putts on the putting green. The best putt he made was three feet by the hole. The guy I just talked to, whose name I'm not going to say, who's a member here, he told me. This is the first year in eight years. The rough is from three and a half or from four and a half inches. I'm sorry, from four inches to two and three quarters inches, which is substantial. That extra length, it's grabby. You can't do anything, but the greens are rolling so fast. And a lot of these pins tomorrow, and I'm sorry, Thursday and Friday are predominantly, from what I understand, going to be forward placed. So I've been here just a little bit of time. I love Bay Hill. I will come back here. And everybody's been super cool to me. And like I said, I was lucky enough. One of the little Tonys was a grounds crew guy. And he drove me around the whole fucking place. So uh, can't say his name. Couldn't film. But shout out to that dude. He knows who he is. That's awesome. You, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked for golf. Hey, my girlfriend's dead, you know. She fell off a cliff and died on impact. I love Max Homa this week. I yeah, love, I got Homa and Dave made my that final list I make every week. Yeah, so I, and I like listen, you know, I, I had a guy at the bar ask me, hey, what do you think of Aram? I think he's won five of the last nine tournaments, and you're crazy if you don't bet him. I get it. But for me, it's the same rule of thought. Listen, a guy like Scotty Scheffler is plus $1,100. Rom's plus $750. You could argue Scheffler's a better player. I'm taking that value every time. Maybe it's egg on my face because maybe Rom wins again. But I really do well, like Sheffler, Yeah, Scheffler won here last year. And we um the last yep. time we did this with Scheffler, he came out. So the last time he was playing a course he won last year, we both had him ranked number one, or that was our top play. I had him ranked number one, and he yeah. won. And now this week on my sheet, he came out number one again over Rom. Barely over Rom, but over Rom. So, yeah, I'd, I'd take Scheffler over Rom. And so one like thing Holman that was day. One thing that was cool, I uh, so I and I hate to keep being this guy, but like, so I was I was hanging out drinking with a member, and he said what he does every year is after the golf tournament, he goes to whoever was in the final round and made like the big shot. Maybe it's out of the pine straw, it's a wedge shot, it's a bunker shot, it's a long putt, whatever the shot is that turns the momentum of the tournament or wins the tournament, he goes back and hits that shot. And I thought, man, that's cool, right? You can kind of kind of like reenact 
what happened, right? Yeah. He said the pine straw this week. Like, if you're off the fairway, because they have, like, some straw, kind of like a TPC sawgrass, like a Masters. They have some pine straw around here. Mm-hmm. He said it is super thin, and, and, and it's not as, like, heavy as it normally is. I don't know if it's anything of consequence, but it's maybe something to watch out this week for, guys. Some guys hitting some recovery shots out of that pine straw. Keep an eye on it. I don't know if it's true, but... Uh, just, just some inside info from a guy who's been a member here for 12 years. Also met a guy who's been a member here for all the generations that this course has been here. Six generation, six generation member. His niece is going to be who's 17 years old. I just love this place. I really do. Man. I, I like the, um, I like the English guys this week too. I like uh, Hatton and and uh, Tommy. Yeah, I don't hate him either. I don't hate him either. I got a lot of I have a lot of golf coverage coming, guys. Um, tomorrow, 9 a.m., we're playing with Patrick Cantley. Ryan, you asked earlier, how did you get hooked up with this? A friend of mine, so this is a MasterCard sponsored event. A friend of mine works for MasterCard. He's worked there for a long time. He's uh he's uh he's he's done well there. And he's asked me to come to this thing for years. A couple of times I just couldn't do it because money didn't make sense, work didn't make sense. Uh, I was going to come a couple of years ago, then COVID happened. So it's my first year here, and he's literally been inviting me to this thing for six years, and I just haven't been able to swing it. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so thankful. He's my buddy. And uh, it's been a great time. But the way this works is, you know, it's a MasterCard-sponsored event. So, sure, your top four or five players they're going to like the big MasterCard dudes, right? After that, it's an open draft, like a snake draft, where you pick who you're playing with. And we picked Patrick Cantley, 9 a.m. tea time. I'm so excited. He's such an electric player. People think he's a, he's a boring guy. I don't care. I'm not looking for this guy to come and like talk my ear off. I want to go watch him. It, you yeah. know, Mariano Rivera comes in the ninth inning. I'm not looking for a tea, uh, you know, like tea and biscuits conversation, a coffee and biscuits, coffee and crumpets, if you will. I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking for him to throw the cutter. Yeah. Same thing with Cantley. I'm looking to go see what he does. I want to see how these guys practice. Super excited about tomorrow. Let us know how he looks because that's another one where he hasn't played here. Um, so I want to know how well, he's looking. I meant to tell you this. He's also a guy I'm 1,000% half to bet to win because I'm playing with him tomorrow. That's so, what I mean. Like, unless you, unless you text me and be like, man, Cantley looks like shit today. Then like, I don't think we can do it, but I, I just don't see that happening. So no, I, I kind of be- like, I'm his number I think is like 25 or 30 to one. 32 to one. I already looked 32 to one. I'm betting him. That's way too far for him. Way too far. And also I'm pretty sure he's a little Tony, which is cool. So I'm excited for that. We'll find out. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm with I'm, you there. No, I'm making that up, but I feel like it could be true if he gets to know me. But yeah, some of them have to know you. <laughs> one one PGA golfer knows you by now. I don't know if that's accurate, but I, I appreciate you saying that. Guarantee it. If Max Homa stops me tomorrow, he's like, Big Tone, are you the guy that everyone says cringy? I'll fucking fall down. But I <laughs> that would be cool. Listen. That's that I'm excited for the golf. We got a lot planned. I got a lot more coming. Um, college basketball has ripped my whole entire heart out, Ryan. And I, we're going to move right into college basketball. The only thing I'm going to say to you is that 
Penn State blew a 20-point lead to Rutgers with 12 minutes left in the second half and ripped my whole entire dick off and stuffed it directly in my ear. I'm done betting college basketball for the foreseeable future until the tournament gets here. Um, and what tournament are you asking? I don't know yet. It could be March Madness. It could be the Big East tournament. I don't know. But I'm done until some type of tournament starts. I am so fucking done because I am poison, poison, poison. I love the people who follow me. I love the people who listen. And I'm killing them. And I'm killing myself. And we're done. Fuck college basketball. But what I will say about college basketball is Michigan has huge games against Illinois and Indiana coming up. We have to win one of those games to solidify our spot in the tournament and also have a good showing in the Big Ten tournament. Ryan, I know you got some plays tonight. Tell me some college basketball thoughts. We'll wrap up with the fattest thing we've done this week. It'll be a quick episode this week, but what do you got? Um, well, I mean, this one is tough, and I really didn't look at it enough. I haven't played in a while since, like, you know, once NASCAR started, it's kind of taken my focus away for, for the meantime, but I really like New Mexico at home, and every time I bet them, they just fuck me. The Lobos. Lobos. Yeah, I mean, they're just on a tough skid. I don't know if House is back or if he's been back or what, but I, I just, I don't know. At home, they're they're good at home. I, I like them tonight. And then I think the other, it's not like people are going to play these anyways because games already started. But um, and then I like Kansas too uh, at home against Texas Tech. So yeah, I like I Kansas too. After I, I again wanted to bet on Texas Tech plays. Texas Tech is such a weird team. To where if they're playing a good team on the road, they actually kind of show up sometimes. And it fucking bothers me about them because then I bet them at home and they puke on themselves. I think they lost Oklahoma by like 12 at home or some shit like that. I don't know. I think Michigan came up with a big win. Um, Northwestern is still a very good team. They had that they had that drop to Iowa State. Uh, but Iowa State's very good. Guys, this is the most March Madness feel I felt in so fucking long because I don't know. Like, besides, like, even the, all of the top five teams can be beat. Like, yeah. Alabama has shown they can be beat. I don't know. I'm, so I took, I I took two gonna, more. I took two more outrights today. Not long shots, but numbers that I thought didn't make sense. Just for exactly the reason that you're saying. So I took Baylor at eighteen to one, and I took Creighton at forty-two to one. How do you know? I have Creighton at like sixty to one. So, or no, I don't. Yeah. That's not true at all. I have Indiana and I have Texas as my futures. I love Creighton. Go. I was gonna bet them at that price, and I didn't. I love those bets. I do. Here's the thing about Creighton: they can shoot the three ball. They can rebound offensively to kick out for that secondary shot, and that's where they're dangerous. I wonder if they run into a Big Twelve team, a Big Ten team, and they're gonna get out rebounded and get their just skull fucked. That's the only thing I worry about. I still think, listen, that Iowa State loss was bad. That was a big, big win for West Virginia. I'm a West Virginia guy. Look I think what happened tonight. Iowa goes to Indiana and just beats the fuck out of them. Like, yeah. they were, when I when we started this, they were, Indiana's down 21 at home with three minutes left. Like, this yeah. is, I don't understand. What's happening? I know I they shot lights out. I mean, listen, Indiana is such a but... volatile. They're such a volatile team. They had the they had the win the other night, and Trace Jackson Davis scores fucking eight points. He had two points in the first half. You can't you can't lose to a team when the best player in the country, or arguably top three player in the country, has fucking three points at half, and you're down. You can't 
you can't sustain that in the second half of basketball and college hoops. You just can't do it. It's not the NBA. You can't go on these 22, 28-point runs. It's not a thing. But I say it's not a thing, but Penn State ripped my fucking heart out. And listen, you know, I'll be back for hoop, but listen, I've been saying it forever. College basketball, horses, and baseball, in no particular order, are the hardest things to bet of all time. Um, I don't have anything else to add to college hoop, Ryan. I do have... I do have a pretty fat thing to talk about. Do you have anything to add to college hoop? No, I got, uh, we got some fat things and uh, I got a couple, just a couple random thoughts I had, things that, that happened. Well, listen, before we do the fattest thing that's happened this week, Ryan, it's everybody's favorite segment <laughs> Ryan's Random Thoughts. You're a weird guy, Ace. Weird guy. What do you got? All right, so these are really – well, I know this first one's stupid. They're really both stupid, but um, we went to a hockey game last week, the Thunder game locally, and yep. we got to sit down on the ice. That was cool. I've never done that before. So, like, right where the gla- – like, you're looking through the glass. So they Would those right tickets cost right in $12? What? Would those tickets cost $12? No, it's like this big thing um, we had. It can hold 18 people, so we did like a big uh, work event there. And uh, so they're playing Redding. But my thought is like Redding, like why why is it not called Reading? Like when you're playing – so like isn't it Redding, Pennsylvania? So like if you're playing Monopoly and you get the railroad, you don't call it Redding Railroad, right? You call it Reading Railroad. That's – right? Whoa! Is it? But I think everyone that plays Monopoly should call it Reading Railroad. Reading Railroad all day long. You don't go. You don't like. Yeah, because like you're not watching Reading Rainbow. Holy shit! Whoa! That's great. That. So, how have you slept all week? This is like a baby. I, I um. I don't know. I just think like I always called it Reading Railroad, but then this is Reading, the team they played. I just put it all together. So now like I kind of want to play Monopoly just so I can just so I can buy it and say it in front of someone and see how they look at me. All like, right. So listen. See if they so my, my my nieces are at the age where Monopoly is like really cool. Do you remember when you're like 12, 13, 14? Like, fuck yeah, let's play Monopoly. Monopoly. It might take four hours, but we're going to play. You remember that yeah. kind of thing back in the day? Oh, yeah. So my nieces are at this, right? And it's to the point to like where, all right, hey, we'll pause the game and we'll come back. When we come back to Uncle Tone's house, we'll pick the game up, right? I remember when I was a little kid playing and my older brother, he's 10 years older than me. He was just stealing $500 out of the bank, like left and right. And I was like, yeah. how do I lose all the time? And I thought he was the biggest piece of shit on the planet. Well, let me tell you what. He wasn't. He was smart because I've been stealing. And my nieces can't beat me. I I just dust them every time of Monopoly. It's not even close. Partially because I'm like Bernie Toad off. I just I just robbing them blind. They don't even know it. But it's a good it, Yeah, it's a good lesson for him, don't you think? Yeah. I um I totally agree. Beat the kids up. I I think that if you get the opportunity the next game, you have to say Reading Railroad and just stare at them. And, and just see, see what happens. You. 
Yeah, that's fair. Like my and listen, I probably get it from my mother because my mother plays like my nieces in Scrabble. I won't do that because I can't spell and they'll beat me. My mother just beats the piss out of them. <laughs> she doesn't. It's <laughs> like triple word score, fucking braggadocious. I'm like, that's not a word. It's like they, she doesn't yeah. know. I was like, mom, that you, you're cheating. <laughs> it's your grandkids. Yeah, that's not so, much. And, and my mom, my mom's like a, a reader. Like she's one of those people. Like you ever do this thing where you're like. Hey, I just spelled not this particular word, but you're like, hey, how do you spell cheese? Because it looks weird when I write. You ever like say something <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that? Yeah, that's <laughs> my mother. When I like, when I'm like, uh, how do you spell tolerant, mom? She's yeah. like, huh? <laughs> but I, uh, I love Monopoly. Can I ask you a question? Besides yeah. Monopoly, what's the best board game of all time? Oh. Does that have to be a board game, or can it be... Ryan, I just said, besides Monopoly, what's the best board game yeah, of all time? It's got to be a board game. I like Aggravation. I don't even know what that is. It's got a bunch of colored marbles, and you go around the circle, and you got to like get them to home base. I don't think you can say colored marbles anymore. <laughs> colored. This, day, this day and age. Uh, for me, it was Candyland until the age of eight, and then it was Clue. Yeah, Max Candyland. I love Candyland. I'd fuck Max up at Candyland. What about Shoots and Ladders? Oh, I like Shoots and Ladders. I like Sorry too. The game Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like There's that some one good ones. too. We still I play. Still... We play games in this house. We're we're gamers. Like if we have family get-togethers and stuff, and we play games. Like we'll drink and play a game. Dude, let me tell you. So uh, pivoting off of that thought, I played uh, Guess Who the other night, like probably two weeks ago, with my niece. This is the most racist game on the planet. And my niece and my niece bucked the system. I was like, all right, does your girl have blonde hair? She's like, nope. And then she's like, is your person white? I was like, yeah. And it was just like, it's like, all right, it was like four people left. What the fuck just happened? It's a racist game. You can figure out who it is by just saying black and white. Look into it. I'm telling you. Oh, wow. We don't we don't have that one in this house. I love it. You got any more Ryan's random thoughts, Ben? Uh the other day, well, this is like obviously before pissing out my ass. We had uh I had we made bacon and I just thought like there's everywhere you go, if you order bacon or something like that, it's never really hot. There's nothing better than hot bacon. Hot bacon, like warm, hot bacon, fresh out the oven is unmatched. So it's funny you say you you know what I hate more than anything. You and I have talked about Subway before. You know when you go to Subway and you ask for bacon, they grab it out of that fucking plastic ass jar with that bullshit wrap on it, and they zap it in the microwave for thirty seconds. It's the worst tasting bacon on the fucking planet. It's because it's already cooked. Yeah, I can't have it. I agree with you wholeheartedly, Ryan. Yeah, you got to cook it. Like, what my grandmother does is she'll cook bacon and then freeze it forever. Like, she'll freeze it. Like, she'll give you – I go over to her house. Like, I'm not going there for bacon, and she just hands me a Ziploc bag of bacon, and it's like the date is from, like, seven months ago. Jesus Christ. Fucking hold on to her. What Bless my heart. I mean, that's – Yeah, I mean, it's – That's the stuff. Yeah, it's That's that's when – that right there is when I'm like – I want a traditional woman. You call. I'm sure you can be independent, yeah. but I want my lady to know if you freeze bacon and give it to my family, it, they're gonna love you. 
I, I just yeah, she, I uh, yeah, if you want like a BLT or something, like you got it in 10 seconds, whipped up, done. On God. Did I tell you, oh, here's another funny thing about my grandmother. Because I think I told you about the time too, we went over there and she's like we vacuuming the walls. Yeah. Well, that that. But then she's like, uh, we got pudding for dessert. And I was like, cool. Like I thought she made pudding. And she this is two this is two weeks ago. And so we're all sitting at the table. It's just me, my kids, and my wife. And she walks out with four snack packs. <laughs> and I was like, oh, cool. She made pudding for dessert. I love snack packs. I love Sick. Uh, Yeah, I thought that was hilarious. Is that Grandma oh, Han? Or then, is that Grandma Han or Grandma Stevens? That's Grandma Han. Grandma Han also, too. This was funny. We had our friends, you know, that work that work for us went yep. over to work on something at our house and they text me. And they're like, yo, look what your grandma brought out for a snack. It's a cheese plate. <laughs> and and it was literally a plate with uh like deli cheese, like like craft singles on a plate. Like it wasn't a cheese, <laughs> like a charcuterie board. It was just singles uh, in a circle on a plate. I love her even more. She fucking took the plastic off of yeah. individual crafts. Yeah, and then she uh. just made a circle and then brought it outside. So they they were like they were like hot, sweaty cheese slices too because oh they were out God. in the summer. That's that's Grandma Han. I love you, sweetie. That's the yeah, best. She's the best. Oh my God, Ryan! That was a good Ryan's random thoughts. You got anything else? <laughs> I think we'll end it there. That's good. Listen, Ryan, we're gonna dive right into the fattest thing we've done this week. We'll wrap the episode up. No, it's TV, man. Camera adds a couple hundred pounds. I'm gonna go first. All right, I've been traveling cool. today. I ate breakfast at Chick-fil-A twice today, okay? I went there. I get to Albany Airport. I'm like, oh, shit, no one's fucking in here. I go, it's always packed at Chick-fil-A because in New York, you don't have Chick-fil-A line. Dude, we were there like four in the morning when we were going to that NASCAR race or something, and the line was like 30 people deep. Dude, it's crazy. Because there's no Chick-fil-A in New York, that line's always crazy. I literally walked through. I was the first one. I get the breakfast, right? I get a sausage, egg, and cheese, or a bacon, egg, and cheese on a biscuit. I know you hate that. And I get the, no, the hash I, browns. No, no, no. I get the hash browns and whatnot, right? So then, after that, I get to Baltimore. And I'm just walking to my gate. Just, just this is how fat I am. I'm literally, I'm, I'm not hungry. I'm not hungry at all. I've already ate. I'm walking to my gate, A12. I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking. They go, oh, there's Chick-fil-A. Huh. No one's in line. And I was like, eh, 1022. Yeah, I'm, let's get another breakfast. <laughs> the fattest thing I've done this week, Ryan, is I ate breakfast twice between the hours of 722 and oh, 1030. I and I don't feel bad about it at all because it was Chick-fil-A. And I justified to myself, well, you know, Anthony, you don't have Chick-fil-A often. Enjoy yourself. What's the fattest thing you've done this week, right? Because Chick-fil-A, it was me, babe. Oh, this is that's great. I um so mine is it happened today, actually. Um, it's probably some other, you know, close front runners, but today, today takes a cake because I Friday was my father-in-law's birthday. We had to cancel because everyone got sick here, as you know. And so I've just been, you know on the toilet for two straight days. He knows about Yikes. it. Max has been throwing up everywhere. Um, I got to go outside and snow blow the driveway today. Today I've, had, today I've had enough. Like I haven't eaten. I've had like a banana and like two pieces of bread in two days. 
And on and the worst part is on Sunday, uh, we were or like we had this whole plan. We're gonna get these wings from a place where we know they make like the best wings. They're crispy. They're awesome. Blah blah. blah. They come. Son, Alyssa's like, we're still ordering those. I'm, I'm hungry. Like I want to get those. I was like, fine. I'm not. I'm not hungry anymore. It breaks my heart. Whatever. So order what we're gonna order. You know, she's put the rest in the fridge. Save it. Blah blah. blah. I go two days without eating. Today I'm like. I can't fucking do it anymore. I took the wings out, popped them in the oven, ate all of them. Like <laughs> medium wings. You had to really just test it to see if it was going to kill me or not. So I go so outside. You made, so, so let me get this straight. You made her feel like an asshole for wanting to get wings, even though you still felt like shit. And then after you felt better, you're like, well, fuck it. I'm going to zap these things and I'm going to eat them all because I'm the man of this fucking house. No, no, no. She ate, she ate what she wanted on Friday. This is it. Or uh, not Friday, uh, on Sunday. I thought Sunday you like she ate what she wanted. So I gave it. They're in the fridge Monday. You know, I can't let these things go bad either. So I'm, you know, Tuesday is time. I don't care if it makes me shit, throw up, whatever's going on. <laughs> I have to test out my system here. And I want to get back to normal life tomorrow. So... I just picture like me. I just picture like your brother Cody getting up for your obituary and like, and hey boys, I want you to know your old man died eating a wing. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know? The best. The best part is I go out to snowblow and uh, her dad's coming over to pick up one of the dogs to bring over to their house to play with their dog, just run around in the snow or whatever. Just a couple of dogs. So, so he's walking up the driveway and he's like, "How are, how are you feeling? Like you feeling any better? Um, getting any food down?" And I was like, yeah, I finally I finally ate today. And he's like, what'd you have? And I was like, wings. <laughs> he's just like, and the look of like disgust on his face. He's like, wings? That's yeah. your first move? Most, most people have toast or soup. You yeah. I was like, no. Nah. I had medium wings, extra crispy. It was, it was great. He just looked at me like, huh? Hey, guys. So, guys, I got to tell you, uh, one of Ryan's, I don't know if it's a fan or a friend or a whoever, sent him a picture today. We're going to start doing this. You guys got to start text or, uh, texting me. You got to start DMing the big guys pod or DMing Ryan or DMing me at Han Yolo at Big Tone and start telling us some things that have happened this week in the world. But more importantly, start telling us things. What's the fattest thing you guys have done? Because Ryan and I are going to transition soon into the fattest thing, but also the skinniest thing we've done. Yeah. Ryan got a message today from a guy who was trying to, he ordered McDonald's and the fat, this is a classic fat guy thing. You know, like I, you, uh, you, you just, uh, Doug, uh, from King and Queen. He calls it a, he calls it a pre, a pre dinner, Big Mac, like where he gets the Big Mac <laughs> before he eats dinner. This guy, he texts Ryan. He's like, dude, I just got chicken nuggets. And for the life of me, I just spilled sauce. Oh, it's all over his khaki pants. And that's a fat guy move. You can't wait to get home. Not only to the point, like, we're just not going to have a chicken nugget, like, raw. You got to uh, open the sauce. And that's a fat on, guy move. I actually saw on Shark Tank these guys. I don't remember if they got an investment or not. I know they did like the guys. But it was, it goes kind of like those uh, scent clips that you push into your vent. Yeah, but it was a holder, and it could hold like up to seven or eight different styles of dips. So when you drive through somewhere, you can open the dip and pop it right in there, and then you can just dip while you're driving. Well, I gotta tell you, dude, it was you sent that to me like in a private text message, and I laughed out loud. I was like, dude, that, I thought you did it at first. 
So guys, no, I'll, what I'll do is when we chop this up, I'll I'll post the picture on here too. So yeah, can, do it. Uh, yeah, do that. Yeah. Put put the picture in the video. Uh, People who submit guys, things, if you got pictures that are funny of the fattest thing, or you got yep. stories, we'll we'll post it on here. And listen, I'll just tell you guys right now. Hold the mayo, Devin Snow, the Louisiana kid. This motherfucker right here, red beans on a motherfucking Monday. <laughs> He's going to be our next guest on the Big Guys podcast. I talked to Devin a little bit. Uh, he was sick. Then there's Mardi Gras. I had some stuff going on. Devin is coming on the podcast. He's a rock star. I'm a big fan of him. He's been a he's been a good friend to me and a, and a mentor in a weird sense because he's been doing this a lot longer than me. He's just a good dude. He's a funny guy. I love his Louisiana voice. I love his Louisiana takes. And he just reminds me of a dude like I hang. He's he reminds me of my buddies, honestly. Like he's just like a. I feel like I've known the guy my whole life. As gay as that sounds, can I say that? I don't think I can say that, but I feel yeah, like you can. I think I can, right? I don't mean gay. Like it's okay to be gay. I have uncles who are gay, but um, he's just a cool dude. He's gonna be on. I don't know if it's gonna be the next episode, but maybe the episode after that. I think I'm gonna have him on for some March Madness talk, uh, mostly just to talk because he's hilarious. I know we've been telling you guys we're going to do some interviews soon. Well, it's coming. Hold the mayo. Devin Snow, he's coming. Ryan's got guys coming. Nick Mangold. It's not yeah, over, guys. It's not over. Ryan, you got anything you want to add to this week's episode, my friend? No, this was great, man. I hope you have fun with Cantlay and let us know how he's shooting. And uh, we'll lock in our bets. I'll text you tomorrow night. We can lock in some plays. I'm, I'm super excited for tomorrow. Arnold Palmer Invitational, Big Tonier will be putting out a bunch of videos. Um, I'm not going to bullshit. It's going to be 82 tomorrow, a lot of hills. The big guy's going to be hurting. I'm going to be a sweaty mess. I'm going to look like a lobster tomorrow. Uh, golden cookie, as some people say. I'm excited. Ryan, always a pleasure seeing your face. Hug the kids. Hug the wife. Hit the yeah. music, Ryan! Let's go! Let's go!